Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Chips and Bits podcast. Uh, I'm Kenny Myers, and with me as always is... Kenny. Excuse me. With me as always, that was very immature. I'm, we're going to have to fart humor on this podcast. Uh, with me as always is... Matthew Anderson. Hi, Matt. Thank you so much for joining us today. No problem. All right. So, uh, first, I just want to tell you that we have a Patreon. We accept <coughs> money. We'll also take it from you if you hand it to us on the street. Or if you want to mail it to us, I'll give you Matt's personal address. Uh, you can find our website at chips-and-bits.com. And on there is uh, our iTunes link where you can review us, as well as a link to our Patreon. And some beautiful imagery that Matt spent hours, mm. hours looking in the game for that perfect shot to press the screenshot button with. Mm. Um, yeah. So, uh Let's play some some nice music here to end the season. All right. Well, let's get to the podcast. What are we talking about, Kenny? Today we're talking about West of Loathing. Yep. West of West of Loathing. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really getting into the DJ sounds. Sometimes I wonder if just like we could have actually planned out some sort of arrested development throwbacks on our podcast and if anyone would have picked up on them there was other a, than us. There was a year when I was like, Do you want to start scripting some of these? And you were like, What? <laughs> and I was like, Ah, well, fuck you then. But that was what I was thinking. Yeah, well, it was good. Yeah, well, we do have, like, Delicatus, which hasn't really been brought up this year. No. I just went to Delicatus. Did you know they're closing? Really? The Pioneer Square one's closing. But there's still the other one, right? Yeah, there's still the other one. Why is but it But the original one's closing. Man, Delicatus is so good. I know. How could they close? They're busy every day. Yeah, not enough, I guess. I guess not Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, all the tech bros moved out Pioneer Square. Did they really? Yeah. They're all in South Lake Union now? Yeah. This is Seattle speak. You're listening to Seattle speak. Seattle. Here on Como. Como is also a Seattle station. Anyway, we are, we're an international podcast, Matt. Bonjour. Bonjour. Mais oui. Je m'appelle Kenny. Oh. Yeah, again. that means I'm a lapel named Kenny. Uh, no. I'm pretty sure. I studied uh, romantic languages. Un uh, idiot. That's rude. Uh... Uh, I'm not a discotheque. It's uh, bibliotech. Let's talk a little whatever. It's let's bibliotech. I'm not at a library dancing at the discotheque. Let's talk about West of Loathing, a game, Matt, that you loved. And I think you described it to me with such effusive language. I think effusive is the right word to use here. Uh, as hmm. a slog. And, yep, I finished it. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it is an RPG. Which it, uh, a turn-based RPG has about a twenty percent chance of impressing me. But not only is it a turn-based RPG, it's a turn uh, like a JRPG with the worst battle system I've yeah, ever encountered by in my far. Life. Just like by far. I almost wish that they didn't that they had a different gameplay mechanism for whatever they needed yeah. to like progress things. The battle system was basically 
Is your gun powerful enough to shoot someone in one turn? If so, you win. If not, you lose. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it It was like, it was so close to just a straight up like adventure, like Monkey Island game. Yeah. Uh, that The fact that they added this terrible system uh, was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Because the writing in this game is some of the best writing in games. It's very, very, very clever. It's so fucking funny sometimes. Yep. Like, my favorite example is when there's this piano puzzle. Uh, You essentially go to, like, one-level locations all the time. There's lots of locations in the game. They have ridiculous names. Yep. Like, the Dave Yard, which is a graveyard full of Daves. Yep. It was awesome. Uh where you have to go fight a Dave for, like, a cooking knife at some point for the chef. Uh, But they're all single locations. So you go to this one single location that there's a piano outside, and you go, and the puzzle, you have to change the song. Uh, But the song names are, like, uh, My Old Public Domain Home, Joe Public Domain. uh, Or, no, it was Public Domain Joe, which was Cotton Eye Joe. Mm -hmm. It was amazing. Like, you would just encounter these things. There's, like... Well, it was one of those self-playing pianos. So I have a like, feeling this is going to be one of our shorter reviews. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, so th- the game is your stick figure. And if you look at screenshots, it actually doesn't do the game justice. Uh, yeah, that's true. It's, it's, a, it's a lot more interesting to play the game visually. Which it. is really funny because they're stick figures. They yeah. are stick figures. Yeah, you wouldn't expect that to be the case. But also, I mean, it's not just the, it's not just the aesthetics and the movement of the characters that was really well done. It, it reminded me if... It immediately uh, reminded me of these old um, stick figure kung fu videos that went around the internet. Oh, yeah. There's actually a game based I, on that. I, lo- I used to love those things. Yeah. Um, and it, w- it was very similar. But the thing that really uh, sort of like tied it up with a bow was the uh, customization options, like the, the costume options you would eventually get. Yeah. You'd put on different st- like stupid, ridiculous hats and like they took an art and style and they just did like the best version of yep. it. Like it's really like all the sets and stuff, uh, and all the costumes and all the items, and then they wrote the best descriptions of things. Yeah, I, I wish I could think of a really good example of of one. I don't. I took zero notes for this game. Uh, a That's really, how much I liked it. A really good example of. Like like a, some of the stupid weapons and like hats. Well, like you can put a spittoon on your head and it drips everywhere. Yeah, and like the pope it's, hat. And it's like the best hat in the game. The some of the okay, and some of my favorite dialogue was the spittoon dialogues or the ghost hat. Oh yeah, ghost hat was great. The and there's a, there's a point where you get to choose between four horses. Did you pick the ghost horse? I did pick the ghost I horse. I did too. What do you know, Kenny? But I also I, I previously played a version of it where I picked uh, I think the slow horse. I think there's a slow <laughs> horse, a ghost horse. Um, I don't know. The horses are great. Like, all the characters in the game you meet are insane and hilarious. Mm-hmm. The, the guy that's trapped inside the cactus, also another one of my favorite characters. He's <laughs> looking for someone to love. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no a... one will touch him because yeah. he's a cactus. <laughs> <laughs> and it is like a stick cactus. Yeah. Uh, the last guy's the uh, Emperor of Frisco. Mm-hmm. The last, you're going west. Yeah, to Frisco. To Frisco. My favorite place. <laughs> Which is so funny. Uh... But it's such an inside San Francisco joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's really funny, too. Yeah. Uh, like, all the encounters, everything is so hilarious. Or there's there's one cave that you go in. I don't know. Sometimes maybe you didn't get to this cave where there's all these placards the on the wall. 
I like that one. And you just keep going down, and you're expecting it to lead to like a, like a terrible fate or something like yeah. that. Like but see then some it, dead bodies. Or but something. then it just ends like, oh yeah, there wasn't anything here, yeah. so we went home. <laughs> and when you, when we're talking about you go through a cave of plaques, I mean, I'm there's... gonna try not to over exaggerate here. I'm pretty sure there's like 30 plaques, and it takes you about two minutes i think it was like 15 to walk to the end of this cave yeah, it was really fun and each way along the way like well we're not sure if we're going to make it so we thought we'd enshrine our story in the cave on plaques <laughs> and then it's this telling of the story of these guys getting deeper and deeper into the cave looking for whatever they're looking for and you get to the very end of it and it's like well we got here there's nothing thanks uh, for reading <laughs> yeah then there's things like the soup stock load which is a cave full of soup that you had to do for uh i don't remember that one because uh, you get to the the story breaks happen. There's really just two of them, which is you have to find dynamite to blow up. Oh, yeah, the train. A the rock. Train rocks. Train yeah. rocks. You're trying to get your this train to, to go Frisco. west. Uh, and then the other one is they ha- you need lumber to build a bridge over. A, a, and uh, so there's like main hub towns that can help you do yep. this. Um, Breadwood is the soup one. I also like what, one of the water t- dead water. Or- something water yeah but breadwood is a play on deadwood yeah i know and it's amazing Mm -hmm. and the mayor there like you go up and read the history of the town (laughs) and it's like this town has a habit of killing a mayor if the task if missing things exceed two yeah so every time you talk to the mayor he's like shaking yeah he's like there's five missing things i need your help (laughs) (laughs) there's no voiceover though that was just matt's spin on it that was just my take on what i bet he sounded like yeah or there's the bureaucratic ghost town. Mm-hmm. There's oh, a, yeah, that was great. There's an entire town where, like, you have to go to form, like, go to all these different... It's like a dead town. They're yeah. ghosts. Yeah, and my favorite part was that, like, they presented this puzzle to you. It was, a, it, was a, it was a branching talking puzzle where what you were trying to get was the one person in the in the ghost town to talk to you that would grant you a day pass to the city. Right. And so you went through this talking puzzle, like, a dozen times until you finally got it right. Yeah. And then he'd be like, okay, cool. I believe you. Here's your day pass. It expires in two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you couldn't use it for shit. You just had to be like, oh, I can't do this anything in this area. It I was see. so good. <laughs> uh, figuring that out was, I actually had to look that up online. What, that you couldn't do anything there? Well, how, that you had to, like, stick the pass in a rock or something like that. Oh, I yeah. didn't even know that. I Did didn't you finish it? Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, you do that, and then what you end up doing is this really hilarious, like, mission where you have to keep going to each thing and getting them to sign for permissions and they're like oh i we need to staple your forms it's like oh you're gonna need to go to the other guy and get a stapler and then you have to get like a stapler requisition form <laughs> like there's like a whole sequence it's just so funny and obnoxious mm-hmm. but really funny and then one of the better jokes which is such a stupid joke is uh you need a number three pencil to sign this yeah you find a number four pencil and then sharpen it in the ghost sharpener it's a number three pencil that's awesome (laughs) so i mean stuff like that was really joyful Mm -hmm. like there's there's a whole set of dialogues about looking in spittoons yeah those were my favorite that was literally my favorite like the game's really arguing hard against you to not look in the spittoon like like, you're a disgusting creature and it goes on forever and they just start berating you and insulting you like you're just the most idiotic game player why on earth would you continue to stick your hands into these spittoons? Like, <laughs> uh, and there's even like the game then actually starts responding to it as well. Like you'll you get to a couple of them where it's like, let me guess, you want to stick your hand in this spittoon? <laughs> let me tell you all these things and then have you disobey my orders anyways and reach your hand in there. Um, yeah, and of course you do. And at some point in time, if you've looked in enough spittoons, 
you can actually start wearing one of those spittoons. Yeah, that's like the, the last reward. And it's like the most epic hat in it's the a, game. It's a great hat. <laughs> and it so drips good. on you, too. Yeah. And it causes, like, toxic or poison to the people that you fight, too, which was great. Yeah. Um, did you... Who would you... So you get to pick a partner for the game. Uh, yeah. Who, who'd you pick? Uh, some crazy Joe guy or something. The old miner? Yeah, that Damn guy. it, Matt. That's who I picked. Of course it is, Kenny. We picked the same thing. However, in, in another playthrough, which wasn't a completed playthrough, I picked the cow lady, the, hmm. the lady who had a reckoning against cows. Yep. And that was really funny. Interesting. Did you fight the final cow boss? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I didn't do that in this game, but I did it in the other game. It was the whole, the cows are like the deadly murderers in yeah. this, in this mm-hmm. game. And it plays to such effect that they like killed this gal's family <laughs> and like destroyed her home. And it's like a revenge story about cows. Yeah, I mean, some of the, I really, um, to to be more clear on exactly my opinion in this game, um, for a, I, like even at least the for a good first third of the game, probably the whole first area that I experienced, the um, way that they expose the different levels to you, uh, sort of the the amount of work you have to put in for the payoff seemed seemed really good. Like I didn't feel like I was overworking or spending too much time doing monotonous stuff. And the writing to Kenny's point is so good just at a purely like enjoyable comedic level that I was actually really enjoying playing the game. And I felt like it was very clever. It was super funny. I was having a great time. Um, and then I, it's mainly, mainly uh, the, the battle mechanic just makes it so that I, I almost felt like, I would rather they just give me books of the story to read and like have a choose your own adventure stuff. They also had some pretty good puzzles that also didn't require too much work, but were really gratifying. Uh, one in particular is when you arrive at this city that looks like a city, but then you uh, find out that it's a bandit town and all, <laughs> all the buildings are fake. They're all on still, it's like a Hollywood set and you have to, um, by tricking the different bandits in the town, get them to all walk in front of this one building. And then you can like use the outhouse to switch to the back side of the city yeah. <laughs> through the back door. <laughs> and then you can do different things to the, the sets on the backside to have it fall on top of the bandits and capture them. Um, so there were some things that didn't flex the battle mechanics that were just interesting, funny puzzles that played on the humor. Um, and I just kept longing for those things more and wishing I didn't have to experience the battle mechanics more. And that you only had to do that more as the game went on. So it just got like, it was just way too grindy for me. I just couldn't deal with it. It was very grindy and it wasn't a fun grind. Yeah. Uh, did you, but the problem, the, the thing that, that keeps me going with this game is like, I'll remember some hilarious thing that happened. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of joy in that. I, like the, I just remembered while you were talking about that, when you're at this this one place, oh excuse me, Matt was talking, so I get pretty I bored. Um, uh, Matt was sharing his opinion, so <laughs> I took a nap. Um, the uh, there's a bunch of mining machines outside of this cave, yep. and you talk to your partner, and you're like, "This is the rock," and you like choose the options like rock and Medusa for sulfating the trusters and something like that. And at the end, you get a book or a certificate that says Mine Splainer. I don't remember that. That was the funniest thing. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, you know what I eventually did find out about this game, though? It gets much easier if you just use all the power-ups. Like, you're just supposed to use all the items you get. Like That's what I did, yeah. Yeah. So, like, the when I the, the Frisco fight, which is, like, four, level, four tiers of fights, pretty much, unless you had certain powers, which some of the powers uh, 
led to really hilarious things. Yeah. Like, so they had like a did you have all the... charisma mechanism, for example. <laughs> and they're where... all based on beans. <laughs> yeah. Well, because were you the bean magician? Yeah. Damn it, Matt. Of course, Kenny. Come on now. You know me well. Yes. Those I was the bean magician. They're based on beans because yes. we chose the bean magician. Yeah. Uh, all your spells are bean based. You can you can summon your partner a bean. Yeah, a giant bean, and you can upgrade him. He gets larger. <laughs> he becomes a larger bean. I, I I always got upgrades by chance to him. How could you upgrade him? You spend points on it. How could you spend? Po- oh, I went to automatic point spending. Oh, I didn't do that. Yeah, yeah I, I, I did, I did it that. manually. Yeah, and that was fine. It worked out fine for me. Uh, I just didn't want to deal. There's a lot of points in areas. That's a lot. That. Yes. There's a lot of things for very little. Yep. Reward, in my opinion. Yeah, it's been also very confusing to determine which thing's doing what. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was trying to think of, like, if I had a... I, I don't know if I had a favorite area. Did you increase the battle speed? Not that I know of. I increased the battle speed. Huh. It made it much more, more enjoyable. <laughs> because I could just, like, go quickly through everything. Uh, yeah, and it's like, it's there's this one... The one thing that's coming up that I remember is that there there was only one part in the game where I actually had to Google what the uh, way to get through a puzzle was. And it was that goddamn pickle factory. You get to the pickle factory, and I knew what had happened, too. Like, mm-hmm. I was, it was at a point in the game where I was starting to feel the tedium, and you have to get into this pickle factory, and you encounter the ghost of the woman that used to run the pickle factory. Right. And she tells you, you know, she's yelling at you like right. you're an employee. She's like, get back to work. What did I tell you? You always have to only use 720 volumes of vinegar to do the pickles. Right. And, you know, otherwise you're going to get fired. And you'd be like, and you'd knock on the door again. She'd be, why are you still here? You got to have this balance of salt. And she like runs through this stuff. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then as soon as I passed, I was like, I bet I was supposed to remember what she just said. Yeah. But I didn't. And I didn't write it down. And you couldn't trigger it again. And you had did to you try fighting the goblins? Oh, yeah, I fought all the goblins. They give you the answers. Oh, they did? Yeah. If you go look in what their item says, it gives you the number. Oh, Jesus. I That's could how not I figured it that. out. Yeah. And I yeah. tried all sorts of things. And I could not figure out how to get the pickle machine to work again. <laughs> Uh, so I was like, well, I got yeah, to they give you mine. when they die, they give you an item with like what the temperature or whatever that is, <laughs> the salt balance. It was really funny. The, the the pickle sequence, like what she was talking about was really ridiculous. Yeah, it was so silly. Yeah. Like <laughs> you're a pickler for a day. Yeah, you're a pickler for a day. Yeah, exactly. So you would you say you hated this game? I don't know. Like, I, I don't know where to land with you. On I wouldn't this. say I hated it. I would say, you know, do you regret playing it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, I feel like it was a waste of my time. Um, I wish that there was some, like, to me, this is the style of game where if I could watch like the cliff notes, uh, where someone had pulled out the funniest moments and I could laugh and read the things and watch the things that would have been amazing. Like, yeah. That's how good some of that stuff is. But it's really long too. Like <laughs> I had to spend so many hours on this game. Um, that it was extremely difficult. I wish I didn't have to play it. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I don't know if I could recommend it, but I, I wouldn't say it was a bad game. I think if you love JRPGs, well, I have a higher tolerance for that than you, obviously. And your what you love about JRPGs is not the battle system. Yeah. And you enjoy humor. If you like the South Park games, but you if you'd like a South Park game, you gotta play that other. It's not Park fully game, fleshed dude. out from an artistic standpoint, but is arguably more clever in story development, but has the worst battle system you've ever played. You might enjoy this game. <laughs> it's really funny. It's really funny. Uh, and there's no metal song to play. No, thank no. God. 
Control. <laughs> Control. I think that's it. That's it for the season, Matt. It is. What are we going to talk about next year? I have no idea. Mm. Who knows? You're probably I, you're probably going to make me play Red Dead Redemption 2. I did hear that Red Dead Redemption yeah, 2 is coming out on PC. I fucking knew I'm going to have to play that goddamn <laughs> game. But you like... Another game that allegedly has like tedium, like you have to sleep and feed your horse and you, shit. You like The Witcher. I love The Witcher 3. Well, that's not tedium. You just didn't like the... You can't really comment on it because you didn't play it. I played through Red Dead Redemption. Also, no one can see the face I'm making right now, so I'm yeah. getting away with this. He looks like a fucking idiot. <laughs> Un idiot. <laughs> well, this has been the Chips and Bits podcast. Signing off for season... I don't even know. Six? Q. Seven? Season Q. Season Q in the books. Season Q in the books. Uh, with me, unfortunately, as always, Matthew Anderson still enforcing me doing this bullshit. It's me, and you're my favorite person. You who are listening right now, don't tell the other podcast listeners. I'm whispering in your right ear. I'm whispering in your left ear, but like 15 degrees in your right ear. How does that work exactly? Well, I turn the knobs one to the right, 15, and one to the left. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, so like we're just a little bit. Stereo. The future is now. Yeah, we'll see you next year in February on another season of the Chips and Bits podcast. Season 47. C. <laughs> we should do ASMR. Oh, shit. <laughs>